now, time for Seafood News. You're listening to the Seafood News Weekly Podcast, brought to you by Erner Berry's Data On Demand. Transform your data challenges into valuable business opportunities with real-time commodity market information seamlessly integrated directly into your company's systems. Ernaberry's data licensing solutions, including our API and Excel add-in, will save you time and effort, allowing you to focus on what's important, growing your business. Say goodbye to manual data collection and hello to automation. To learn more about Ernerberry's data on demand solutions, reach out to sales at Ernerberry.com. You can also visit Ernerberry at Seafood Expo Global, booth number 2C200. I'm Seafood News Magic Editor Amanda Buckle. And I'm Ernerberry Seafood Market Reporter Lauren Castiglione. We have some fun news to share. We have officially launched our Watch Us Eat Instagram. You can follow us at Watch Us Eat underscore seafood. That's right. We've got some behind the scenes footage from the filming of our most recent Watch Us Eat episode, which features Ocean Beauty Seafood's Grill House Burger. And I don't want to give anything away, but this salmon slash vegetable protein hybrid burger is going to be your new barbecue summer staple. It was so, so good. And we didn't even put it on the barbecue. I'm not, I don't want to tell you how we made it, but... um. You know, you just have to have to watch have to watch our, our videos on Instagram and YouTube when it comes out uh, this Thursday. So on to the big headlines of the week, and boy were they big! Lots of Canadian snow crab updates. So to start off, the 2023 total allowable catch for the Newfoundland and Labrador snow crab fishery was announced by Canada's Department of Fisheries and Oceans Thursday afternoon. And the tech for this year is set at 54,727 tons, which is an overall quota increase of 8.4% from 2022. The 3L&O area has the largest quota allocation with 32,224 uh, tons. To compare, in 2022, the area had 30,940 tons. The 3L area has been at the center of talks for the past few weeks as the DFO introduced a new precautionary approach to protect crab stock in that area. Fishermen have been protesting the new approach, which created two separate biomasses for inshore and offshore harvest. The separate biomasses would mean that inshore harvesters would have less to catch. But as FFAW noted following the quota announcement, the increase given to 3L inshore this year is representative of increases given to other fishing areas in 2022 and is reflective of the positive science. So FFAW continued that of note are the uh, fish harvesters who participated on the precautionary approach working group and ensured protections were put in place for the 3L inshore fleet. Over 100 volunteer hours were spent on this process, and though it didn't happen without resistance, in the end, harvesters were heard loud and clear. The 3L inshore fleets will see an increase this year, while a review of the 3LNO assessment division is completed, and we look forward to working closely with the 3L inshore fleet throughout this process. The area with the next highest quota allocation is 3K with 11,591 tons, followed by the 3Ps with 8,898 tons. In 2022, 3K had 9,840 tons and 3Ps had received 7,728 tons. The 2HJ area had 951 tons, which is the same as 2022. And the 4R3PN area received a quota of 613 tons, which is a slight increase from 522 tons in 2022. 
Finally, the CPS trap survey received an allocation of 450 tons, which is what they had in 2022 as well. The 3K, 3LNO, 3Ps, and 4R3PN areas are all beginning uh, opening in early April, with the first opening date set for April 10th. The season dates for 2HJ and 2J South are still to be determined. That was a mouthful, Lauren. I'm very impressed. I feel like I was just spitting out like code. (laughs) (laughs) And it was all in one take. I'm very proud of you. (laughs) I know. Look at me. (laughs) And while we were waiting on the tech, uh, harvesters and processors must still come to an agreement on price, um, which is the other big snow crab story this week. So price negotiation talks fell apart last week after a commitment from both both groups to work together fell apart. As a result, FFAW, uh, Unifor, and ASP submitted their final offers to the Standing Fish Price Setting Panel. Um, FFAW's Negotiations Committee submitted a final offer of $3.53, and ASP submitted a final offer of $2.15. So going to the price setting panel is nothing new for the two groups, who often go head-to-head over pricing. Last year, they also went before the Standing Fish price setting panel after failing to agree during negotiations. At the beginning of 2022 season, FFAW's price position was $9.05 per pound, while ASP's offer was $7.60 a pound, a rollover of the price from the year before. In early April of 2022, the price setting panel chose the price put forward by ASP. But by mid-May, ASP had submitted a price reconsideration request based on the standing fish price setting panel rules. ASP and FFAW are allowed to submit one application for a price reconsideration on snow crab each year. During the reconsideration process, the panel selected ASP's position of $6.15 per pound and reflected the $6.55 per pound price position that was submitted by FFAW. It's crazy how vastly they differ from last year. but um, It's insane. Yeah. There, there was hope that things would be different this year as both FFAW and ASP are under new leadership. Um, FFAW's uh, Joint Council elected Greg Pretty as their new president in early January, and ASP announced a few weeks later that they had named Jeff Loader as their new executive director. Um Pretty and Loader met in February and announced a shared commitment to address the challenges facing the crab fishery this season, including pricing, scheduling, and trip limits. But despite best intentions, FFAW and ASP just couldn't come to an agreement on prices. Um, Loader said last week that we committed to discussions with the FFAW on the upcoming season. And after those discussions, along with considering the many challenges that exist this year, we regret to inform that we could not reach an agreement. We negotiated in good faith with our best efforts to find a collaborative solution with the FFAW by defining a formula that works for both parties. Unfortunately, this was not possible. A hearing was held on Friday where FFAW and ASP were able to argue their positions before members of the panel. A decision is expected to be announced this week. In other news, the Global Seafood Alliance confirmed on Friday that Brian Perkins is no longer serving as CEO of the organization. Perkins joined the Global Aquaculture Alliance in January 2021 as their chief operating officer, and his appointment came at a critical time as they expanded from aquaculture to wild fisheries, ultimately rebranding as the Global Seafood Alliance. In December 2021, when CEO Wally Stevens announced that he would be retiring after 14 years, Perkins was named as the group's new CEO. 
Now, with Perkins no longer at the helm of the organization, Stevens is back in place as GSA's interim CEO until a replacement is found. Get off that boat, get off that golf course, get back to work. <laughs> and Stevens has never, Wally has never, uh, <laughs> maybe he goes on the golf course, but he's always been so active and it's... He has, he he's, has, he's, like he's, uh, <laughs> But finally, Central California Dungeness crab fishing is over as of April 15th due to humpback whales. The director of the California Department of Fish and Wildlife assessed entanglement risk under the Risk Assessment Mitigation Program last week and announced the closure in fishing zones 3, 4, 5, and 6, effective at noon on April 15th. This closure is being implemented to minimize entanglement risk for humpback whales as they return to forage off the coast of California. And in response to several entanglements that occurred during March and April of 2022, the CDFW said in a notice. Based on historical migration patterns, CDFW anticipates humpback whales will be arriving in the coming weeks and has determined this action is needed to avoid entanglements during the same period that occurred last season. So far this season, California crabbers have delivered 19.2 million pounds of crab for a total value of $49.4 million, according to preliminary reports from the Pacific Fisheries Information Network. And that does it for us. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you back here next week. And give us a follow on Instagram. Yes, at watchuseat underscore seafood. Bye.